now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Hey, how do you feel about taking a trip back in time? We're diving into the history of the Amazon forest to unravel the mystery of its lost cities. Grab your bug spray and hop on. The Amazon forest is the world's largest rainforest. The environment there can be extremely challenging for human life. Yet, the legend goes that the Amazon has been home to sprawling settlements rich in unmeasurable wealth. Could that really be true? Or is that none other than a figment of our collective imagination? The legend of El Dorado might be the myth that started this whole thing. As European explorers began their excavations in American lands back in the 1500s, word got out of an Amazonian civilization that used to paint their leader in gold as an offering to higher powers. The legend of El Hombre Dorado, aka the Golden Man, began to quickly spread around Europe. Explorers got excited at the possibility of finding an infinite amount of gold somewhere deep within the Latin American jungle. And as you can imagine, expeditions to the continent began to multiply with each passing year. It didn't take long before explorers found this civilization. They were known as the Muisca people and were located in Colombia, near Lake Gudavia. The Muisca people had a tradition of painting their leader, aka the Zipa, from head to toe in gold. In a ceremonial gesture, the Zipa would swim into the river, spreading gold dust all over the lake. For the Muisca, this was their way of acknowledging and thanking the higher powers of the universe they believed in. When European explorers heard and witnessed this practice, they were amazed. For them, gold was used solely for commercial purposes, as their main currency for trade. This made them think that the Muisca people must have stacks and stacks of gold hidden somewhere in the jungle for them to use it so abundantly. Well, that's how the legend of El Dorado was born. What was once the practice of El Hombre Dorado traveled on word of mouth until it became El Dorado, a fictional city that was most likely to hide piles of gold. The hunt for this city led Europeans to spend large amounts of money to scour the Amazon forest. Unfortunately, all of their expeditions came back empty-handed. That is, if they ever came back at all. Now, jump to the beginning of the 1900s. In England, the Royal Geographic Society, a prestigious British institution, was looking for somebody willing to travel down to Latin America to trace the border between Brazil and Bolivia. More specifically, the part of the border that is nestled deep within the Amazon rainforest. One Sir Percy Fawcett was a Latin American aficionado, and he gladly volunteered to do the job. Oh, it's important to note that the Amazon forest is virtually the size of the continental USA. It sprawls across eight countries, including Brazil, Peru, and Bolivia, 
And trust me, getting around is no easy feat. The jungle is covered in dense vegetation, and in addition to that, it's home to insane predators such as anaconda snakes, panthers, crocodiles, piranhas, and so on. But despite all that, Fawcett was very successful in his mapping adventure and seemed to be wanting to come back more. Back in England, Fawcett would scour diaries from other explorers hoping to learn more about the ancient Amazonian civilizations. He would read about the Incas and the Mayans and the great empires they built. He believed that if the Incas were capable of building empires that stretched over 2 million square miles, this could mean that other Amazonian civilizations could have thrived there too. During his research, Fawcett came across a report from a 16th century explorer. The report told of a city deep within the Amazon forest that held unimaginable quantities of minerals, a town that stretched for 15 miles without any space from a house to house. This report fueled Fawcett's imagination to a new extreme. From then on, he became obsessed with finding what he called the Lost City of Z. Over years, Fawcett searched the Amazon forest, usually looking for stone ruins that could possibly indicate human settlements. On his later expeditions, he focused on exploring the state of Mato Grasso in central Brazil. He would travel from Europe and into the lower region of the Xingu River. The trip to the Xingu would take him around 14 days on foot. Then, he would set sail in small wooden boats accompanied by local indigenous leaders that knew the region better than anyone. How he communicated with the indigenous population is still a mystery, since they only spoke in local dialects. Some scientists believe that this could have been the real reason why he never found the city. They believed he wasn't able to communicate what exactly he was looking for. And this was not his greatest difficulty. As we've said before, Amazon is not a kind place for its visitors. In his diaries, Fawcett tells of encounters with a 60-foot-long anaconda, which he bravely survived. He writes of endless sleepless nights and waking up with his hands and feet swollen from mosquito bites. Some of his peers said he was invincible and tireless, but the day came during his eighth expedition when he didn't make it back home. Fawcett disappeared without leaving any trace behind. Some even suspect that he was close to reaching his lifelong goal. On the day of his disappearance, he sent an optimistic letter to his wife saying there was nothing to fear and that he was setting out on a certain final search. Fawcett's failed attempt to find ruins seemed to support what had become a consensus among experts at the time that this rainforest was too inhospitable to support large, complex societies, let alone cities. Experts were convinced that the Amazon's lost cities were nothing more than fiction. That is, until the 1960s, when modern research began to find evidence that suggested otherwise. Scientists discovered patches of extremely fertile soil. They called it Black Earth. And apparently, they found lots of it in the Amazon, especially alongside rivers. Further research even showed that such soil was created by human waste or the intentional burning of forests, which adds nutrients to the soil below, which could only mean bingo! The discovery of Black Earth was the evidence that large-scale agriculture was possible and probably did exist amidst the Amazon, confirming that settlements could have formed there after all. 
in the 1990s along the Xingsu River in Brazil. A team of archaeologists from the University of Florida made a remarkable discovery. Working alongside local indigenous people, they found very long ditches. After mapping them, they realized that these ditches were a sign of a big settlement. They were remnants of carefully designed walls centered around a plaza. Some were roads that led to more settlements. In fact, just this part of the Amazon, about the size of New Jersey, was once a network of dozens of settlements that experts believe could have been home to at least 50,000 people between 1250 and 1650 CE. Other discoveries were possible thanks to LiDAR imaging, a type of technology that allows researchers to take satellite pictures of the forest's ground without having to step inside of it. A network of trenches in Acre, Brazil, dates back to 200 to 1200 CE. These suggest settlements that could have supported 60,000 people. Other images from near the Xingu River suggest cities that could have housed about 50 million people. These were the lost cities of the Amazon. Believe it or not, these images suggest that Fawcett was very close to a major discovery. He was looking for the ruins in the right place, but he was looking for the wrong thing. Unlike cities such as Cusco, which used stone as their primary material, Amazonian settlements used wood and earth to build their cities. These materials are highly deteriorating and probably decomposed over time. Finding them required a bit more technology than what Fawcett had available at his time. 